And welcome. You know, if you were just casually stumbling across this nonsense, this debauchery, the likes of your ears probably have never heard before the tomfoolery. <laughs> oh, which you know what you can only call the Joe Madness show. I, of course, you know my fucking name, right? October 6th, Thursday night. The beautiful Thursday night, right? So, I like to talk about the same shit over and over, casually in probably a hundred different ways. It kind of seems like, at least that's how I interpret it in my own mind. You know, I was bringing up the fact that I don't know who the fuck listens to this, but, you know, I'm shocked more than anything. Just kind of give you an example that, you know, before, you know, I recently came back, the last episode that was uh, published before that time. You know, it got up to 61 listens, which, you know what, it may not seem like a lot to anybody, right? Which, depending on how you interpret it, you know, I don't really measure success comparing myself to others. Doesn't really seem like that makes any sense. I'm going to sit here and be like, you know what? My listens are nowhere on par with Joe Rogan, you know? Like, if that's your measuring stick, like, you're going to consider yourself a failure every time. Now, personally, I'm just trying to have some fun, get some things off my chest, um, practice, practice, practice. You know, I do a lot of practicing when I jump on this. You know, I get on the mic. Um, I don't really... I don't really take the uh, the quality too seriously. Because I'm not, I'm not at that level yet, you know? There's not like a billion people listening to me, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't even think I can get a thousand people to listen to me. Maybe if I stood butt naked downtown with a mic and just wearing a cowboy hat with, you know, a cock sock. Maybe. Right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I'm that foolish to try it. But, yeah, I just use, uh, I use my Beats. I got these, uh, what are they called? Beats Fit Pro. You just kind of stick them in your ear. You know, I just put my right one in and hit record and boom, here we go, baby. Right? Here we go. <laughs> but like I was saying, though, just going back to what we were talking about, 61 listens. You know, that was the last episode before I came back, right? This recent time. So it may not be a lot, but all things considered, you know, I uh, I know I'm not silly enough to believe that people are going to stick around waiting for me to record, waiting for me to drop something, you know? 
I mean, I've built my audience up from nothing before. You know, at, at one point I had thousands of people listening to me, you know, whether it be on on video or through audio. I mean, I felt like I was, you know, I was slowly building something amazing, you know. But, you know, everything happens in life, whether it be good and bad, and you get deterred from your mission, you get deterred from things that you want to you want to do things that make you happy. You know, we, we all come through, uh, to roadblocks, unfortunately, and they just kind of throw us off a loop, right? For a bit. So what my point is that I'm trying to get to is that 61 listens, you know, it's not too shabby. You know, I, I kind of tip my hat off to that. All things considered, when you don't advertise, you don't even tell people you record, you don't tell anybody that you do anything, you know? <laughs> I don't even know how people would find out other than just, I guess, for lack of a better word, organically stumbling across the product, right? So I kind of find that really interesting in, in a way that there happen to be 61 listens, right? So thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> okay. So, you know, in the previous episodes, I've kind of spoke about several different things. Just, uh, stall at once. Now I don't usually get all my thoughts and everything that I wanted to say out, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because, uh, you know, as I've come to notice, you know, all these podcasts are, they're all scripted. They're all, um, they all have writers or they sit down themselves and they, they prep, they prep for the week. They sit down and they write, pretty much verbatim, like, hey, you know, let me tell you this story about this chicken and how it became a chicken wing, you know? Yeah, one thing I've never done, I've never scripted anything. If, uh, I think at the very least, I wrote down, like, topics. Like, if I ever just drew a blank, I would look down or look at a sheet with just one-liners like hey like one thing would say like troll mix i mean just for example right like something else would read um petra with boat like that would trigger something in my head and then i can just kind of go off and talk about it for five to ten minutes right depending on what it is so i think recently i came across this video where they were just kind of shitting on this uh this podcast dude and he's Brendan Schaub, and somebody fucked up in his studio, like his intern, and uh, I think everybody has seen a, a video podcast, so it's usually a video of the guy talking, right, or people talking, and then for the most part, they usually have another, like another video on the side showing, you know, video clips or showing material on whatever topic is you know, being discussed at the moment, right? So you, you kind of have that visual thing of like, instead of just 
watching somebody talk about something or listening, you know, you're able to kind of keep up with uh, maybe having some material on the on the right side of the screen. So you can keep up with what they're, you know, they're talking about that moment. So anyways, um, so he's on the screen and then they have something thrown up on the on the right side. <laughs> and somebody fucked up, right? And you can actually see the paper or what they're reading off of, like just verbatim, like joke number one, joke number two. And uh, they're just going off and just reading like just word for word. It's just like, really? People actually do that? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't imagine doing that, but I, I can see, I could see why you would, right? Like it, it makes sense. It really does. Like right now, um, shit, every, everything I've ever done up until this point, like, it's just been like, okay, hit record, just talk, just go. Right. Like, there isn't, like, hey, man, I got a teleprompter in front of me telling me what to say. Like, no. I don't know if that would be good or bad. I kind of feel like that would be kind of, uh, it would make things not fun. Just, you know, in hindsight, just kind of looking at it from the outside looking in. Just like, well, that doesn't really seem like fun to me. I don't know. But yeah, what were we talking about last time? Uh, trying to think. Yeah, we were talking about Monique, the um, supposedly stand-up comedian. Like, I know she's done a couple of specials, I think, right? The Queens of Comedy is what she said. But I don't know if there's been very many iterations of the Queen of Comedy. Like, for women, so to speak. I think that, yeah, she might be the only part of the only group of uh, females that have done something like that. The Queens of Comedy. Now, I've never listened to any of her stand-up. Like, I've seen her, you know, do some things and in, in some shows, but I've never really been a big fan. I mean, she's she's been, like, a part of a show, and I've been like, oh, you know what, I can see she's a good character or whatever. Like, okay, right? That's the extent of that. I wasn't like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm infatuated with this person. You know what I mean? Like, none, nothing like that. Nothing close. I never thought to myself, you know, this person deserves their own fucking show. Give it to them. Yesterday, right? Never once have I ever thought about that. Like, thought that about Monique. One thing I did want to say, though, you know, just kind of going back to that is... You know, I... It makes me personally, it, it makes me fucking sick when people feel like entitled to something, you know, and uh, they want to make it racially charged. They want to make it like, hey, man, I'm being discriminated against. You know, if somebody else is, manages to, to fucking hustle uh, a large amount of money out of a company willingly they get paid that company is willing to pay them like whoa get on them you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna sit there and fucking shit on that are you fucking kidding me i think it's fucking gross when people get on the mic and they talk about how these sports athletes make so much fucking money you know they're getting fucking paid for doing something that they put hours 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 in 
basically their whole fucking life into their craft. I mean, I'm not going to hate on that. That's crazy. Like when people sit there and say that a team sucks or a player sucks, and they're talking about professional sports. You know, especially when you're talking about, like, the NBA, where there's only, like, how many fucking players? What, 15 players on the team? And there's only, I, I don't don't quote me on this, but I think there's only 32 teams. That's not a lot of people, you know? Out of all the people in the world, only 15 people a team for 32 teams are able to play that sport professionally in the U.S., you know, for that NBA organization. So, how are you going to sit there and be like, you know what, this player fucking sucks? Like, seriously? <laughs> I mean, there's people getting paid millions of dollars just to sit on the bench and watch a beautiful game of basketball each and every night. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, come on. Like, get off the bullshit, man. I tell you that to tell you this, though. For her to sit there and want to hold this company hostage to be like, you know what? You need to pay me. I'm going to sue the shit out of you, which is basically what she did. Like she sued them. They got fucking nowhere. They ended up settling for an undisclosed amount. If anything, I don't know. Right. I don't know the details, but I'm assuming that when they settled out of court because it got dismissed, I mean, there probably was an exchange of monies, right? So, later to find out that Netflix agrees to have her, right, have her do a special on Netflix. Like, she, that wasn't even the problem before. I guess the issue for her was the money, though. But, I mean, how are you going to sit there and sue a company, right? And then you'll be like, hey, guys, I'm going to be on Netflix. Like, really, bitch? Really? Like, that's crazy. I think I read a, I saw a video talking about this. <laughs> I think somebody wrote, like, on social media somewhere, they were like, so you're going to sue me, and then you're going to expect to want to work? Like, I'm going to want you to work for me? Like, fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I kind of feel the same way. It's just like, are you fucking serious, lady? I mean... That is fucking bananas, man. Like, I feel disgusted knowing that people do that. I mean, set aside the the part that, you know what, Netflix is probably like a billion-dollar company, you know, yada, 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 right? I mean, if, if you have a company and somebody sues you because you don't want, you don't, you don't value them the way that they value themselves... Like, you're just, you're running a business. You can't give everybody fucking $13 million. I mean, <laughs> you're going to go broke. You're going to find yourself go fucking broke really fucking quick. Just giving away money, you know? Just because somebody's delusional and they're like, yeah, I'm worth this much fucking money. You know what? You know what, lady? I'm I'm happy for you that you, you have that self-belief in yourself and that self-worth. But I just don't value value you like that. and. uh Unfortunately, the rest of the fucking world doesn't either. You know, that's that's why we're not going to offer you that. I mean, half a million fucking dollars is like nothing to bat your eyes at, though. That's that's respectable, right? That's all I'm fucking saying. I mean, 
I think uh, I think Monique definitely deserved the donkey of the day when Charlemagne, the Breakfast Club, decided to give her that title for the day, right? I mean, you might as well make it for the fucking three years. Like, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a new series. It's called uh, The Dark Side of Comedy. It's it's by Vice. I don't know if you've, you've seen any of their stuff, but Vice usually does, like, documentaries, and they just go around, uh, you know, filming basically a lot of hot topics, a lot of things that people don't want to talk about. You know, they're all up in that shit, you know? Thus, the dark side of comedy. You know, they're talking about... Um, Chris Farley, his career, Roseanne Barr, Arsenio Hall, you know, amongst others. I happen to watch the one uh, on Andrew Dice Clay, the Dice Man. And then I saw the one on Dustin Diamond, the guy the guy who was Screech on Saved by the Bell, like many years ago. <laughs> you know, and then I watched Roseanne Barr, the one on her. I couldn't help but, but like just think to myself like these are controversial people that have done just some what what people consider like wild wild things in their own respective fields of comedy right like for the most part I guess uh, you could say they're stand up comedians maybe not so much Dustin Diamond uh But you go and throw him in there, though, because, I mean, he, he dabbled in it anyways. Like, even if he didn't succeed, he still he still tried it out, so why not, right? You know, I was thinking about these these episodes that they filmed about these, these people, and, you know, I couldn't help but wonder, just like, because I've always wanted to do stand-up comedy. You know, I think I came across this uh, video once where I saw an episode on Joe Rogan. It was like, you know what? You want to be a stand-up comedian? Like, the best stand-up comedians have fucked up lives. Like, they've they've lived these, these fucked up lives. And, you know, he just went on to talk about about different comedians and how they're all fucked up and, and this and that. And I was like, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you want to be a comedian, you got to have some shit to talk about, right? You got to have that shock factor. You got to you got to try to which is hilarious. If you if you think about it, if you think actually what they're actually doing is they're talking about themselves mostly. And then what you fail to realize is they they're not lying. They're actually telling you about their fucking lies. <laughs> And you feel like it's so outrageous, so over the top that you think it's hilarious, right? Or maybe it's just the way they say it, but it's usually the content that's just so wild. But I guarantee you that probably 90% of that shit's fucking true, you know? And it's just so, so outlandish, so over the top that you just, like, you can't help but laugh, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, all these comedians and they talk about them like after the fact, how, you know, they've been in and out of mental institutions, 
jail, prison, whatnot. Have they found success and then quickly, you know, found themselves in that downward spiral of just, I guess, coming down from success all the way down to failure? I mean, could you, would you consider it failure? I mean, they made it to the top. You come back down, everybody comes down though, right? I mean, you don't stay at the top forever, I don't believe. You know, and they spoke about these people in such a way that you know, it just got really got really raw and intimate really fast, you know, like they really just dove into it. Like with Roseanne, they talked about like her mental health issues. And he talked about like some of her struggles. Like she she said that the bitch got ran over, like when she was like fifteen or some shit. She said she had a head concussion and a brain concussion. I didn't know those were two different things. Like, I figured, you know what? It'd probably be kind of the same thing, but apparently not. That's pretty fucking wild. She said after that happened, like she, she had an ornament, like the hood ornament, like just go through her skull, right? Maybe penetrate the skull and touch a little bit of brain matter. <laughs> that's fucking crazy man and after that she said she wasn't the same she said after that she was in a, <clears throat> a mental hospital for a year and then he talked about how she had uh, personality disorders where I guess she had multiple personalities or something like that I mean, you can kind of see how that would help you, being a comedian. And how it could kind of not help you at the same time. Especially now, man. Like, social media is so fucking wild. Like, if you think something's hilarious, it's probably a big, a big possibility that somebody out there is going to be offended with said thing that you find hilarious. Like, why is that? I don't know. I have no idea. People are always finding something to complain about. People always find something to be sensitive toward. I guess you could say it's the way of the world. You know, and they talked about Andrew Dice Clay. Now, this guy would talk about, he'd uh, poke fun at homophobes. Or actually... Not even homophobes. He'd poke fun at gays. He'd poke fun at women. Like they said, his comedy was really hate-driven. You know, and if you asked him back in the heyday, he would have told you that it was just a character. You know, it's just a character. But it got to the point where his character was like a rally for hate. Like people began to see this man as a god. You know, everything that he would say, they would chant it out loud. I guess you could say it was probably reminiscent to maybe a dictator spreading hate. I don't know if you've ever seen videos of like, like footage of Hitler rallying the troops, making them speeches of hate. 
talking about ruling the planet, being a one world <clears throat> fucking government where he rules and everybody's white, blue hair. Yeah, there you go, blue hair. <laughs> Blonde hair, blue eyes. I mean, that's that's crazy. You know, and then to compare Hitler to this guy, is just like, was he though? I mean, think about it this way though. Like, you're... You're a comedian, you're trying to find your niche, you're trying to find something that, that just that you can dive into and really get into, right? So you can make some money to support your family, to maybe grow a career. I mean, you're going to sit there and just keep throwing shit at the fucking wall till it sticks. You know, and that's, it's kind of like the beauty of these, these com- comedy, um, uh, these comedy venues, like these comedy clubs, is that's that's basically what comedians do. They they go to the comedy clubs, they got a crowd, and a lot of times they're just working on their own material. They're working on some shit, and they're just throwing things at the wall, and whatever fucking pops, they're like, okay, I like that one, right? You put that one away, you store it away in your pocket. And then you keep throwing more shit at the fucking wall till you got like a like a whole set, right? Thirty minutes, twenty five minutes, an hour worth of material that you can kind of go on. You can build upon, and then hopefully you get a special. You know, if you don't, then you're gonna go city to city, just you know, working on that and just kind of presenting that material that you find you were able to make something of, right? You were to build a set with. And I kind of feel like that's that's kind of like what happened with this guy, this Andrew Dice Clay guy. I don't know if you've heard of him, but, I mean, he was just kind of like um, just a fucking asshole, testosterone-driven motherfucker. Like, he was just like, hey, you know, <laughs> just talking shit, making fun of, like, people. That nobody wants to make fun of. I mean, you're talking about immigrants. You're talking about uh, women. I mean, hell, he probably made fun of kids. I don't know. Gay people. I mean, these are basically the people that, you know, it's kind of like the opposite of what you want to be joking about, right? Because while people might find it funny, like, eventually, these groups which they all managed to organize, right? The females, you got the feminists, the gays, you got the LBGTQ plus community. I mean, they've all managed to organize because over the years, like hate, uh, being treated some type of way that's foul. Like they're like, we're not gonna put up with this shit no more. So they organized. Now, if you try to do anything like that, I mean, yeah, they're going to put you on the fucking stake, man. You're going to be the martyr for the comedy community. You really are. Even if you go into it, you know, and you don't have any ill will toward these people, they're going to light your ass on fucking fire. They're they're going to hang you at the stakes, right? So to speak. You know, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. <clears throat> but then you're looking at the other side of it. You're looking at a man 
that is banking that is uh that is pretty much cashing in on hate you know he's talking about gays he's talking about women he's talking about immigrants in in a horrible fucking way not positive whatsoever And it gets to the point where, you know, it's like you continue to do this and you're spreading all this hate everywhere and people are starting to listen. People are starting to react on, on the things that you're saying. People are getting hurt, you know, physically. People are causing harm towards others. I mean, that's not fucking cool, man. There's enough hate in the world. You don't need to be part of the, uh, you don't need to be the catalyst for hate. Well, let's just go, go ahead and say that, right? But you really think about it though. And that's the only way you can really make money. Like this has become such a big thing. Like you're getting paid (laughs) to feel the hate. That's fucking wild. I mean, I, I couldn't sit here and just be like, okay, like, let's just, just go ahead and stop. I mean, I would want to be like, you know what? Let me, let me build it up a little bit. Let me, let me stack my paper, right? Cause you know, it's wrong, right? You know, it's fucking wrong, but God damn, man, is it hard to make it? And anything that you try to do in life. I mean, is it fucking hard to make it? You know, if you're getting paid for something and you're good at it. I mean, should you really care about the effects of that? Of what's what's happening because of... Because of you being able to find success in said thing? Like, is that your problem? You know, it's a really good question. It really is because, damn, I mean, it's already hard enough trying to make some money, some real fucking money in life. When you find something that you're getting paid, I mean, you are making some fucking chatter, right? But you're also... You're also spreading hate. You're causing harm toward people. Ooh, man. That's 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 tough. It really is. Ah, you got to be one hell of a person to walk away from that. You should talk about getting paid. And what, I mean, what's the alternative, though? I mean, people are going to continue to feel the way they feel. You know, this is a hate-fueled society. People are fueled by hate. Tell me I'm wrong. You know, so regardless of what your imprint is, you know, in in, in this particular situation when it comes to, to hate, regardless of what your imprint is on that, it's going to continue to go on whether you're a part of it or not. You know, you could very well say it's the way of the world. I mean, hell, you you look throughout history, hate's fucking everywhere. It really is. 
whether you choose to be a part of it or not, it's going to be there. And it's going to thrive with you or without you. So we talked about a hay-fueled society. You know, when I first started doing this whole podcast adventure, you know, especially when I first introduced video, I started doing it on, on Facebook, you know, uh, I started joining these different groups. They were part of, uh, supposedly part of comedy. And I guess they had to, they had to do a little bit with, uh, kind of like stand up podcasting, you know, just different avenues, just piled into one place. Right. Which was a group on Facebook. And there was multiple groups. You can find them. You know, different parts of the country and whatnot. You know, one thing I started doing, you know, I would sit there, which I found it hilarious. I don't even know how I came up with this. I think I just did it out of boredom, to be honest. But, <laughs> like, I had a, had a video thing going. I would stream and then I record audio only as well. But I would live stream and I would stream myself listening to a podcast or watching a podcast while doing a podcast. And I would give commentary. I would just talk about the podcast that I was listening to or watching at the moment. And just kind of like whenever you watch a movie, you know, maybe, maybe you're watching a movie by yourself and you're just talking to yourself and you just, you're like, man, that fucking cocksucker in a movie, he sounds like a bitch, you know? <laughs> I mean, just whatever just came up to your head, you know, cause you're bored, you're, you're just like entertaining yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, a regular fucking day. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But that's what I, I started off doing one day. And, you know, people started noticing that I was talking about them. I guess I would put their podcast name in the link or something. And people were, were picking up on that. They're like, oh, this guy, I don't know who the fuck he is, but he's talking about me, about us, right? And us being the podcast, right? And he's basically reviewing our shit. So then everybody started saying that I was reviewing podcasts. And it'd be like, oh, I want my podcast reviewed. And it just became such a thing. And I never actually, um, <clears throat> I never actually sat down and was like, okay, so today... <laughs> I'm going to listen to so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Like, I would just scroll by and whatever looked interesting, whatever looked like, like I could probably, you know, talk about, then, you know, that's what I would be listening to and, and giving commentary on. You know, the reason I talk about this right now is because, you know, we were talking about um, a hate-fueled society you know, and, and this is very reminiscent to what we were saying earlier, because 
when I would sit there and do these, I never, I never thought to myself like, hey, the mastermind behind it wasn't like, hey, you know what? We're going to talk a lot of shit about people and their product, and then we're going to get people pissed off to the point where they're, they're upset at me, and that's going to get the, the audience interested. Like, that was never the intention at all. Like, I was just being myself. Like, I was just doing my own thing, you know, working on my own product and what I do. And somehow it just became bigger than what I ever thought it could be. You know, which wasn't very big at all. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be serious here, you know, it's just a bunch of podcasters uh, in an uproar about me and my commentaries about their product. So, yeah, I could say that was definitely hay-fueled. You know, and a lot of people loved it and a lot of people didn't love it. A lot of people were, were really upset. And some people actually got it. They were just like, you know what, this guy's just, he's just having fun with it. He's just... He's trying to be funny, right? And a lot of people found humor in it. And a lot of people liked it. A lot of people hated it. You know, it was it was very mixed. It was very just <laughs> from one end of the spectrum to the to the end, right? Like it was it was pretty fucking wild there for a minute. <clears throat> you know, and of course you get the copycats, you get people that try to imitate you and do what you're trying to do. You know, but I guess I guess in its truest form I was just having I was having a lot of fun. You know, and it was it was pretty fucking wild there for a minute, you know, and I really did enjoy myself. I kinda of feel like in the right in the right light it really could shine and, and become something huge. If it hasn't already. I mean, I don't know. I don't really go out and seek out podcasts and seek out people that, you know, dab in the arts, I guess. Like, it's never been my thing. So, that's kind of like one of the things that got me out there for a whole minute. Got me my five minutes of fame with the podcast community. Not the world, but the podcast community. Because, <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be honest here, nobody gives a shit about you talking about some podcasts that nobody listens to. I mean, come on. Like, nobody cares about that, except for the people that, <laughs> that are the ones making it. I mean, it was just so awful. I mean, it was a lot of people, a lot of people to get started in podcasting. They're like, okay, um... Like, it's just atrocious. For one, their voice fucking sucks. I guess the next thing I would say is that, you know, they're they're not even capable of a, of a conversation with anybody. Like, it's cool, man. I've seen this over and over played out. And it's played out so fucking much <clears throat> where people have a podcast and... People think a podcast, you need fucking guests. And I get it. I really do, right? Because let, let's say if I had Kanye on my shit right fucking now, if I was sitting here having a conversation with Kanye, Yeezy, right? All of a sudden, I'd go from uh, 
set amount of listens to like probably a couple of mil, right? Or at least half a million. I would say easily. Because he's Kanye. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing, though, you guys. You know, you're only as good as your guest. And what do I mean by that? Like, if your guest isn't giving you anything, if your guest is not interesting, if your guest refuses to talk, for example, hey, man, how was your day? You know? (laughs) And they're like, no, it was good. Like, that's all they're giving you. You're going to eat a bag of dicks each and every fucking time. Like, you don't want to guess it's going to be like, it was okay. You know? And then they're looking at you for the next thing. It's like, I just gave you something, you know? Or like, let's say you're talking to a musician and they just put out an album. I mean, I don't know. Right? You're like, hey, I heard that your new album dropped. So I happened to listen to it, and I loved set track. You know, it, it was really good. You know, there's about 16 tracks into it. Um, a couple of your tracks went number one. You know, you've, you've performed in front of, uh, you know, I don't know, Letterman. Uh, you know, whatever shows. And, uh, you know, hey, that one music video was fucking awesome. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because, hey, man, your shit's fucking hot, right? I mean, I don't know. Whatever, right? Whatever you decide to to tell the guy or gal. And they're like, yeah, you know, um, the latest album was great. You know, we're going to do tours, you know, to be determined. And I'm just... I'm happy we were able to write some good good music for everybody. Like, that's all they're giving you. They're not talking about nothing, really. They're just kind of reiterating what you just said. And you said a lot. Like, you're only as good as your, your guest. If your guest is not giving you anything, you're going to eat a bag of dicks every time. So, doing a whole guest thing, I've done it. I've been there before. It can be, it can be really fucking rough, man, you know? You know, everybody, uh, once you put your name out there that you're looking for guests, you know, you, you get a whole list of people emailing you and they're like, I want to be on your show. And it's just, they don't care how many fucking listeners you got. I mean, their, their publicist is just looking to book them to make it look like they're doing their job, right? You know, they don't even fucking know. They don't even listen to your shit. And they probably don't even know how many fucking people are watching your shit. You know, I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, For podcasts, none of the listeners, in my opinion, that I know of, can actually see how many listeners said podcast has. Right? (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) I mean, I I would get email after email after email. From these publicists telling me about their uh, musicians, their uh, their authors. Um, sometimes it would just be somebody just doing it on their own, and they'd want to be a guest on your show. And I mean, it would be from one category to the next. I mean, a who's who of people. So you'd have to sort through it. You'd have to, you know, 
book them on the calendar and whatnot. I mean, it was a, it was a whole thing. It was a lot of fucking work, to be honest. Having a guest is a lot more work than me just sitting here, turning on the mic and just going. You know, and I, I get it, man. I, I really do get it because a lot of people are incapable of just doing that. Like, and, it, and for me, it took lots and lots of practice just to be able to turn the mic on and just being like, okay, let's just talk about this, talk about that. You know, just being able to jump from one topic to the next while, for the most part, being articulate, entertaining, and, you know, <laughs> being able to hold somebody's attention, right, for more than five seconds. So, luckily, with enough practice, I, uh, I think I've managed to do a decent job on that, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's just uh it's it's pretty wild though. So when I when I'm sitting here and I tell you about these these podcasts that I used to review, it wasn't like I was reviewing Joe Rogan. It wasn't like I was reviewing you know, some of these seasoned vets when it comes to like, you know, what this motherfucker has been doing this for ten plus years, you know? But at the same time, though, I was because, you know, delusion is is a powerful fucking thing. It really is. Now, I have never once sat here in this chair and have been like, hey, man, like my show is is the best fucking show on the planet, motherfucker. You know? Bomb, 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 right? And I've actually believed it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I've said it in the past. And, you know, I've spoken on it. You know, um, there, there's nothing wrong with having belief in yourself. And being a little cocky and, uh, you know, just stretching the truth a little much, you know, because you're, you know, you can make it and you know, you're on your way, right? Nothing wrong with that. But when you start believing your own bullshit, when you know that you are nowhere close to that, I mean, come on. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what happened with a lot of these people. Like, there was some people that I reviewed their show, right? And I, I, I use the term loosely when I say reviewed. Because I never said I reviewed anything. Like, I would just talk about, you know, shows because I was listening to them. And I was just giving my commentary. That's what I would say. You know, people started labeling it as like a review. Yeah, which was hilarious, though. Let me tell you why, though. Because my equipment fucking sucked. My video was fucking garbage. Uh, my mic was atrocious. Like, everything was just bad. I think that the sound quality right now is pretty bad. But compared to, you know, when I first started, it's it's way better, you know? 
you know, right now I'm just using a iPhone 13 mini and Beats Fits Pro. So that's kind of like what I'm working with right now. Anyway, so, so whenever you got a guy talking shit about your product and his fucking shit is just like not even mediocre, like that's hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just sitting there talking shit about these people that have been doing it <clears throat> for like a fucking decade, five fucking years plus. And uh, meanwhile, my shit isn't even like mediocre. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's just like, it's fucking hilarious just thinking about the. These people would get so mad. And they would call me out on it, you know? They'd be like, your shit fucking isn't even mediocre. Your mic sucks and all this crap. You know? But here's the thing, though, right? Here's the thing that I found fucking remarkable. And I didn't think I was going to be talking about this tonight, but it just kind of turned into something, right? Just You just kind of ended up being that way. But here's the thing. Like, when you are truly entertaining, when you are fucking gold on the mic, you're articulate, you're able to just go, right? You're able to just go. Like, there's no amount of money that you can fucking spend to buy that. Like, you you either got it or you don't have it. That's the way I look at it. So... When I sat there and I, I listened to these people fucking talk shit, like try to talk shit about me, I was like, you know what? You're you're absolutely fucking right. You really are. Now, think about this though. Think about if I if I did spend the money, if I had the money to spend on the fancy mics, the fancy equipment, the computers, blah blah blah, right? Think about this, if I was, I guess, up to par with what you got going on, I would fucking murder you, you know? (laughs) I mean, I'm already the guy with the million dollar voice. I mean, it's already upgraded to the billion-dollar voice. I mean, come on. So, if I had the equipment and everything just up to par with these people, <clears throat> I feel like I would fucking kill. That was my mentality. That's it's kind of like what drove me was just like the fact that I I didn't have anything fancy, and people. Couldn't wait to bump my shit. People couldn't wait to watch, to listen. And it wasn't... It was It was more like a cult following more than anything. And... You know, whenever you're able to move people in such a way... People that do the same exact thing that you do. Right? Your peers. I mean, that's a, that's a hell of a fucking statement. And it's own. Right. Is when you, whenever you garner the respect of your peers. I mean that that's fucking amazing. It really is. 
And that's what I found truly fascinating about the whole thing. So that was a big part of my life. I would say it was a good chapter in my podcasting career. One that I can look back on and be like, yeah, I made a fucking dent, right? (laughs) So moving on, you know, something that we've been talking about these past few episodes has been dating. So that has been, hmm, has been pretty colorful, I'd say. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't know what other word to use. I really don't. Colorful sounds. Sounds like a good way to express some of it, at least. Now, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. I went on my walk this morning. I don't even know if I've mentioned this before, but I wake up really fucking early in the mornings. using my injury, right? that I, I spoke about the first episode on, on the return. And, you know, I get to the point where I can't fucking sleep anymore. So I'm just like, all right, let's just fuck it. Let's get up. And I go to the park and I go walk around for a ridiculous amount. So I was on my walk today and I was just thinking like, Thinking about this whole dating venture I've done for the past three, four months, which has been, (laughs) it's been fucking hilarious, honestly. You see, I kind of feel like there's a lot of different types of people out there in a dating community. And I feel like a lot of them fall into the category of disgruntled employee. What I mean by that is that dating has beat them down in such a way that anybody that comes along, anybody new, they're just not willing to really give them a an honest chance. And by honest chance, I mean like, you know, whatever shit that their ex did to them, you know, in the past, they're, they have this, uh, this guard up, they, they hold it against the next person, and (laughs) that's why essentially I just kind of labeled them disgruntled employee, but that's not what I was thinking about, though, I was thinking about more or less the types of women I've come across on these dating apps. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, we're not really good with labels, but you got to call them something, right? You got to call them something. So I came up with this term grizzly. So a grizzly bitch, (laughs) in my opinion, I've seen them all over the place. It's kind of like what I've labeled them myself. So. If you don't like it, it is what it is, right? I don't mean to offend. It's just uh, just a term I came up with. So, 
you know, there's a lot of women out there, big ass fucking trucks. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. And I find it, I find anybody that's not doing work with a truck ridiculous. Like, why do you why do you drive a truck? You know, a truck's meant to be worked. Like, you you drive a truck, you're doing some work with the motherfucker. You know, you're moving some shit at least once a month. You know, you know what I'm saying? You're you're hauling something. You need a truck to move some big objects to do some work for you. I mean, if you're just driving it around, you're worried about scratches. You're worried about, like, oh, man, I need to wash my truck. You know, stupid shit like that. I mean, fuck, man. Fuck the aesthetics. Like, you just bought a truck for the aesthetics. You just bought it because it's big. You wanted to put some big-ass wheels and tires on it and because uh, you're a midget. And you just want to be higher up off the ground. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> that's what I call a grizzly bitch. Like, nope. I'm I'm good. Like, I'm not interested in that. I really am not. It, that's like such a turnoff. Coming across a grizzly bitch. And that's one of the characteristics of one. Is having a big ass truck. I mean, I could see if you're doing work with it. But you're just driving it around. You got these big ass fucking nails. Everybody knows that you just driving that motherfucker around because you like driving big ass things. You like riding big ass things. Oh, right. <laughs> it's not actually because you're you're doing some work with it. You just want to drive some big ass things, right? That's why you got a truck. I'm good. You know, there's a lot of females out there that, you know, they take videos of themselves, pictures, and they post it on social media. The only reason I know this is because I, I have Instagram, right? And Snapchat, I have Snapchat. I think it comes on Snapchat. I don't know. Maybe I've seen it on Snapchat. But they take videos and photos of themselves at the gym and... Uh, most time it's uh it's of them lifting you know some weights doing some some weight lifting and you're like ew you know what I mean <laughs> like that's not cute like these girls think they're cute right they're like oh look at me I'm lifting weights and it's like yeah that's not cute I don't understand really I I don't know like, first of all, it's not even attractive whatsoever to me. Second, I don't understand it. I really don't. <clears throat> I guess it's like a hobby for them. I mean, I don't I don't really understand. I don't get it. Um, it's so fucking wild, though. Like, they want to be treated like a, a lady, but they want to act like a dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess you could just say, you know what? Fuck it. They're part of the LBGTQ plus community. That's that's all that shit is. That's all that is, right? They're part of that community. They want equal rights. Blah 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 blah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I saw this comedian the other day on Netflix. It's uh, it's under Tiffany Haddish. Like, she, she hosts a, a bunch of stand-up comedians. 
And one of the comedians was named Shante Wayans, which is part of the Wayans family, the world famous Wayans family, right? Everybody knows who they are. And she's actually, she, she happens to be a, a lesbian gal. And she talks about, you know, being a lesbian in, in such a funny manner. I mean, you can't help but laugh, right? One thing she says is, <laughs> one of the things she says, she's talking about these, uh, you know, being out with her girlfriend or somebody she was dating. And these guys were talking shit to her girl, right? It was like three guys. And a girl looks at her and she's like, aren't you going to protect my honor? Or, you know, whatever the fuck. And she looks at her and she's like, you know, baby girl, I'm not, I'm not really a guy. You know? <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to go and just take this off. And she's like mimicking, right? She's miming, taking off her cock, you know? And then she's kind of just, she goes on to, She's kind of like talk about how these guys were just beating up on her. And she's like, hold up, wait a minute. I'm a girl, you know? And it's just, it's so funny though, because, you know, it goes back to that whole thing of the grizzly bitch, you know? They they want to lift these weights for whatever fucking reason. It'd be a hobby. They want to be a fucking dude, whatever. But it's so wild, man. Like, whatever bullshit they got implanted in their fucking brain that they're doing, I mean, any point in time, they step up to a fucking guy, and they're like, you know what, I got muscles, I can beat your fucking ass, (laughs) the fuck you can, right? Like, I'm not gonna lie, there there are some women out there that that are sus, right? You're just like, okay. I see it. Like, you're talking about Cyborg Santos. You know, she's an MMA fighter. There's a couple of women out there that are body slam dudes. I mean, they can take on a fucking guy. But you're talking about professional fighters, though. Now, some bitch is just casually lifting weights. She's a grizzly bitch. Talking about, you know, I can whoop your ass, you know? I mean... Let me put it this way. If if that chick, the grizzly bitch, is sitting there lifting weights, trying to be a power lifter or whatever the fuck she's trying to do, she's trying to grow muscles on her tit. I mean, I don't fucking know. Muscles on her vajayjay is stepping up to this guy. And let's say the guy's like six foot. He's like 300 pounds. Motherfucker just eats McDonald's every day. He don't even work out. I put my money on that dude. I mean... All fucking day, right? I tell you why though, it only takes one fucking swing and that girl's gonna hit the fucking mat each and every time. And I don't condone domestic violence, which is actually kind of a. It's one of those topics though that's. I feel like in society. It's it's a hot topic. Because I feel like there is a problem with these grizzly bitches that think they're fucking men. And they want to step up to guys and talk to shit. But then when they get their asses beat, they want to fall back on, I'm a girl, I'm a girl. 
<laughs> like, really? Okay. You you weren't acting like a girl before, bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you were sitting there flexing, talking about, you know, whoop my ass. So, ah, that's just, uh, that's another reason why I don't like grizzly bitches. You know, and just kind of moving on from that. Because, like I mentioned before, I don't condone domestic violence. That's not what I'm trying to trying to speak about now. We're, we're, we're talking about grizzly bitches and their characteristics and qualities, right? That's what we're to, That's what we're doing right now. So, <laughs> you know, I, I think another thing uh, besides they like to drive trucks, they like to, to weight lift. You know, they got these cocky fucking attitudes. They're like, you know what? I bait my own hook. I do this. I mow my grass. And I, um, I don't know. Insert said quality that a guy does. You know, a stereotype of what men are supposed to be doing. It's like, do you want a fucking cookie? I don't understand where you're coming from. So you tell me you mow your grass, you bait your own hook, and blah, 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 blah. You know, it, it's this fucking thing in, in in Hollywood, you know, in in the media that, that glamorizes women, you know, acting like fucking dudes. I even think there's a popular country song where it's a girl naming off shit how she acts like a fucking dude. One of the things is baiting her own hook. It's like, what does that mean? Am I supposed to be impressed or something? I mean, that shit ain't cute to me, you know? It is not cute to me. Is that supposed to be the quintessential modern female is acting like a grizzly bitch? You know, personally, I love a female that acts like a female. I love a female that looks like a female. I mean, if you got fucking traps, you know, which is... uh which is from like lifting weights. If you got these big old thighs, oh my gosh, let me tell you about this. I was on one of my walks, right? And there's always a group of people fucking jogging, trying to run, whatever. And there is this one woman. She's got the biggest fucking thighs. Like they look like she's carrying around fucking cement blocks, you know? I mean, you could tell she lifts a ridiculous amount of weights. And you're just like, oh, that's fucking gross, you know? It's like just so nasty. <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck this came from, where, where women think it's cute to look like dudes. I, I really don't. I don't know where it came from. Maybe she's a lesbian. I don't. I don't know. I was just like, oh, yikes, you know? I mean, if her goal was to... To be a cock deterrent, I mean, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> like, I'm just looking at it, I'm like, Ugh, no, not today, not tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, it was just bad. Like, that shit is not a turnoff for me. You know, a, a chick that wants to be a fucking dude, that's a grizzly bitch all fucking day, you know? So, that's uh, it's kind of like what I was thinking about today, you guys. I was thinking about, like, what I don't like, what I don't want in a woman. 
I decided, yeah, we're just going to go and call them grizzly bitches. Seems appropriate. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to the next segment. I did want to start this shit off by saying something. So, on my walks in the morning, uh, I think my biggest fucking gripe are these pussies that ride their bicycles at the fucking park on the uh, the trail, right? I'm like, really? One thing I want to say is I know for a fucking fact that most places, if you are a grown-ass fucking person, an adult, and you ride your bicycle on a sidewalk in the neighborhood, that's illegal. It's only for little kids. Little kids are the only humans that are allowed to do that. You know, which is fucked up because, you know what, a lot of uh, law enforcement does not enforce that particular rule. That law that adults are not supposed to ride their fucking bicycles on the sidewalk in the neighborhoods. So going back to the park, uh, man, I never say anything, I really don't, but it fucking, it irks me, it, it rubs me some type of way. Whenever I see these fucking grown ass motherfuckers <laughs> riding their bicycles in the park on the trails. You know, it's like, bitch, ride your fucking bike on the sidewalk like a fucking adult. I mean, come on. Like, you pussy ass motherfucker. To me, that's, it's probably the one of the most annoying things. Is people that ride their bicycles in the park. It's like ride your bike on the street. Like a grown ass fucking person. Like come on. <laughs> no I'm going to get ran over. Good. I'm I'm glad. <laughs> Please get ran over. Please. I would love if that happened. Anyways though. Moving on. So. One thing I wanted to talk about. We were talking about dating. I kind of wanted to speak on some of the things I've been seeing on these on these women's uh, profiles. It just kind of bothers me, you know. It just kind of bothers me. You know, one thing that I've I've been seeing is yeah, before we get to that one, <laughs> that one's a really good one, which is really fucking hilarious. In my opinion. Oh. But. You know. It, it seems like a lot of these women. Like they're looking to escape. A lot of them aren't happy just being at home. You know. I, I don't know what it is. Like this new generation of females. are just. They want to be anywhere. But. At fucking home. You know, a lot of their profiles say that they want somebody to travel with. You know, and some of the pictures kind of reflect that. You know, you can see them in different uh, different places that they've gone to. 
And one thing I can't help but wonder is just like, how are you affording all this? Because it seems like they're traveling like every other month. You know, from what they're saying, they're just like, I like to travel a lot. <laughs> and you see these pictures and you're like, how often are they traveling? They make it seem like they're they're going different places all the fucking time. I can't help but wonder. It's just like, how are they affording this? Like, how are you paying for all this shit? My OnlyFans, you know. <laughs> I mean, I can't help but think though. It's probably it's probably OnlyFans. I mean, come on, like fuck out of here. It's probably OnlyFans, right? You know, I I don't I don't think traveling's a bad thing. But for me though, like I'm not I'm not even thinking about that. I'm kinda more focused on like buying my first home. Like I'm not really like thinking about, hey, where do I want to travel to next? Right now does it really seem like a great time to go anywhere. If I'm gonna be completely honest about traveling like it doesn't seem like a good time to go anywhere for a lot of different reasons you know a lot of these people want to travel and you know their their version of traveling their idea of traveling is going to a third world country it it sounds like a terrible fucking idea all fucking day long but nobody tells them that for some reason, you know, <laughs> like, hey, let's go to Mexico. Mexico is a terrible fucking place to go to. Like, did you know there's a cartel war going on over there? Like, our day, like, our day, there's, there's a fucking cartel war going on. Was there one yesterday? Yep. Is there going to be one tomorrow? Yep. You know, I think I've spoken to a few females before that were, that were like white with blonde hair and blue eyes. And they were like, I really want to go to Mexico and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really, do you? Yeah, they'd fucking love you down there. Have you ever heard of human trafficking? A little bit? Okay. So, yeah, that would be you. Yep. They snatch your fucking ass up and put you into that. Nobody would ever see you again, except for your paying customers, right? <laughs> I mean, people, I love to say that people live in the land of delusion. They really do, you know, in many different ways. You got to find a way to, to humble yourself, to ground yourself, you know, and I feel like a lot of these people that are just like, oh, I want to travel, blah, blah, you know, like, I feel like they haven't gotten to that point yet, you know? And you could disagree with me, or you could agree with me. I really don't give a shit. That's just my personal opinion on that. But that's just like one of the things I've come across. And you know, personally, I don't want to. I don't feel like going anywhere. I really don't. Um, going to Sao Padre sounds amazing. Uh, going to a third world country does not. I find Ireland appealing, but not really any other place. So. It's kind of my thoughts on that. Um, what is the next thing? So, I feel like there's a delusion out there, right? With females. 
And there's something that I came across that was just like, oh my. <laughs> and I kept seeing it over and over and over and over again. And what is that thing that I'm talking about? So on these females' profiles, I would I would see and I continue to see, you know, I'm looking for, right, is the beginning sentence, followed by, hey, I made reservations for tomorrow night. I'll pick you up at seven. Next thing. Let me get that door for you. Next thing. Hey, I made dinner. Would you like some? You know, shit like that. And uh, I couldn't help but like just think after seeing this, like, does this bitch want Alfred? Like, is that who she wants? <laughs> like, girls out here looking for a fucking butler. Like, that's what it is. Like, this bitch is looking for Alfred. She wants Batman's Alfred. Like, I'm not trying to be nobody's butler. Like, fuck out of here. Like, if you want Alfred, I'm pretty sure Batman's gonna fight you for him. But, have at it. Alfred, that is not me. That That is, nope. <laughs> and I hope a lot of other guys fucking see this bullshit and they fucking say something about it. Because... Like, when did that become a thing? That bitches wanted Alfred. Like, I don't want to be Alfred. Are you fucking kidding me? I am uh, making dinner reservations for you. I'm fucking cooking your meals for you. I'm opening doors for you. Like, are you fucking serious? I don't want to be your fucking butler. Like, girls want fucking butlers. <laughs> That's what they want. They don't want to... They don't want a man to date. They want a fucking butler. But they don't want to pay for it, though. That's the catch, right? They don't want to pay you. They want to mask it with, Hey, we're together. You're my butler, though. Wink, wink. You know? <laughs> like, what? No. I'm fucking good, bro. Like, I'm not. I'm not trying to be nobody's butler. Fuck out of here with that. Mm-mm. Nope, not this guy. So that's kind of like a couple of the things that I've seen with uh, with females and their, their profiles. And it just kind of going back to the traveling thing. Um, you know, the profiles with females and like literally worldwide area codes. It's like multiples, just like one after another. Like one moment you're in China, next moment you're like Washington. Like just in your pictures. Like what is going on here? Like that doesn't even seem like normal. Is this like a period of like a, a decade or is this like six months or like how old are these fucking pictures? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like what? You know, I, I think uh I think another thing that I came across that, that was a little bothersome was I noticed that a lot of these women's profiles on these dating apps it's like they're in a photo shoot. 
Like, if you look at their pictures, they're, like, posing. They're not holding the camera. So somebody's, like, holding the camera for them. And they're, like, posing in such a way that they're having their own personal photo shoots. Maybe they're doing it with their uh, their girlfriends or they're paying somebody. And I'm like, this isn't even fucking real, man. What is this shit? Like, it looks like just bitches having photo shoots. It's like, your bitch, you're not even famous. Like, nobody even knows who you are. <laughs> you know? And they're, they're, they're just, like, snapping these pictures of them in these, like, provocative poses. They're, they're just, like, casually reading a book while somebody's taking a picture of them. Or they're, like, they're on a surfboard and somebody's taking a picture of them. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? You know? I don't understand. I really don't. It's so fucking weird. And it's so crazy seeing this. What I think is fucking wild is that somebody out there whose profile this belongs to is like, yep, this is, uh, this is awesome. This is great. Like, I don't know, I, it just doesn't seem attractive to me to sit there and come across a profile that a female has, is is having essentially a photo shoot with herself, you know? I mean, that's not cute to me. <laughs> it kind of seems uh, like it comes off self-absorbed. Like, it's not, it's not really too appealing to, to, to me. So, it's another thing I've noticed. Another thing I noticed, though, are, are people with kids. Um, you know, a lot of them right off the bat, you know, they're writing their, their biography or something. They'll say something along the lines of, uh, you know, nothing's going to come between me and my kids, you know. So if you think you're going to blah, 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 you got another thing coming, right? <laughs> you're like, whoa. It's so aggressive, right? It's so aggressive. You know, or they they say something along the lines of, you're not going to meet my kids right off the bat. So don't even try. <laughs> what? Really? I mean, I, I would love to, I would love to see the guy that prompted that response, you know, because, I mean, it, I would imagine that there's a reason why they're writing that. I mean, was there a bunch of guys that were just like pedophiles? They're like, hey, uh, so I I know that I don't know you, but can you at least tell me when, like, how long do I have to wait to meet your kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that uh, you like going bowling. Cool. But going back to your kids, though, like, how long is it going to take for me to meet your kids? You know, they they just like everything the person says, they just go back to, yeah, but tell me about your kids, though. Like, when am I going to get to see them? Like, did that happen a lot? I just can't imagine, like, what what prompted or warranted for a response like, like that, saying, oh, you're not going to meet my kids. Like, bitch, I don't even give a shit about your kids. Like... You could be like Yorona and drown your fucking kids. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't even give a shit about your kids. I really don't. Like, I don't even know you. I don't even know you personally. You're, you're bringing up your children. Like, it's fucking crazy. I feel, <clears throat> I feel like it's fucking wild all these parents bring up their children all the time. You know, and I, I kind of get it to an extent, but, you know, being somebody that's single without kids, you know, I'm like, come on, get off the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially in the beginning when you're getting to know somebody, it should just be you and them talking, right? Talking about yourselves. You shouldn't be the other person just talking about their kids 75% of the time. Like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not interested in, in getting you to know your kids right now. Like, I don't even know you. You know, I don't even know anything about you. Like, cool it on your kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's overwhelming. Like, these parents feel like... Like, they're, they're, they're basically forcing you to get to know their kids and them at the same fucking time. I feel like that's complete fucking bullshit, you know? I mean, how is that fair? Like, you you have one person to get to know and me, but yet, I have to get to know, like, you and how many fucking kids? Like, that's, that's fucking ridiculous. I don't even know if this is going anywhere, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Can't we just, like, start off with you? <sighs> fucking yikes. But yeah, that's the fucking episode, you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tune in next time. Where, you know what? We'll probably talk about the same type of shit. I mean, why not?